Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. Well, another week's come and gone. In a couple of weeks, it'll be spring break for us. And the flowers and the trees around here, some of them think it's already spring break because we've had unusually warm weather. We had a little dip, a little cool, but it's back. And then all of a sudden, all these trees are blooming. And so spring is just around the corner. I wonder how many of us think about the spring of our life. Now, if you're my age and I'm closing out on completing 70 years, you might not think I'm a spring chicken and I probably would tell you I'm not either, but every one of our lives goes through cycles in our lives, just like the year goes in a cycle of from fall to winter to spring to summer and back through again. And today as I listened to the sermon that was given to us, I thought about that and the idea of the sermon was shifting how we shift in our life. We shift focus, we shift our goal, we shift different things in our life. And it really hit home, especially a couple of things that were said. One of them was that sometimes, whether good or bad, whether it's a good thing that we're proud of or something we're not proud of and wish we could get rid of, that sometimes we believe that our identity is wrapped up either in that goodness or that badness that who we are and what we can be is all wrapped up in who we've been. And that's not true. And many times we can change the goal and direction of our life. We can change where we're going and what we're going to do about the path that we've been on. I was just reminded that as I watched an episode of a show that uh, I watch every Friday. I'd recorded it because I couldn't watch Friday, and it kind of reiterated what I was thinking about. It was about a man, and he had been very bad in his past, but it came to a point that he had to make a decision. And in making that decision, he had to decide that he could not do what he was asked to do, for it would not be honorable, and it would not be according to the code to which he lived. But in so doing... It put him at odds to the people that he had been working for. And he wouldn't change it. And as he told one person in the show, yes, I've done many things, and yes, I made many mistakes, but this thing I did was the right thing to do. And he changed direction, and he became a different man. Now, eventually in the show, he got caught up with for what he had done, and I'll say it all turned out all right, and the people he was protecting were fine, but... He had a price to pay, but he had changed, and he had a new purpose in life when he made that choice to do that new thing. Well, that's what the story was about today, about Zacchaeus. Now, I loved what the preacher said. Anybody that's ever been around church or in church and gone to vacation Bible school or church camp or sit in a children's church or children's Sunday school knows about Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a wee little man, a wee middle little man was he. But that's not the point of the story. The point of the story was that, yes, he was of short stature. He was a man that thought of only himself. He ripped off his fellow men because he was a chief of tax collectors in Jericho, and he ripped everybody off. And so he was not a good man. And people would not let him in to see Jesus. But he wanted to see Jesus. He knew he needed to see Jesus. He knew he needed to make a change. But the crowd wouldn't let him in. So it says he ran ahead and he climbed up in a sycamore tree. And 
he waited for Jesus. And Jesus came along and he stopped and he looked up in the sycamore tree and he said, Zacchaeus, come down from the tree for I must go to your house today. And they went and had a talk. And if you know the story, you know Zacchaeus' life was changed. He became a different person. He encountered Jesus. Now, I know there are people that don't believe in Jesus and much religion at all, but I think the principles that are found in this story are good for all of us. At times in our lives, we are confronted with our past. We are confronted where we are now, and we are confronted with the fact that we need to make a change. And sometimes we do, and sometimes we don't. Again, back to that identity thing. If we built walls up, and I think it's interesting that he went into Jericho, and that's where Zacchaeus was, because Jericho is where the walls fell, if you know the story of the Bible. That's the first city that they entered into in the Promised Land. And it was destroyed, and it was not supposed to be built back, but it had been. And we won't go into that. That's a whole different story he went on, but it's not pertinent to what I want to say to you today. What's pertinent is this was a place that was destroyed, that the walls were broken down. And you know, that's our problem sometimes. We don't allow people. We don't allow new information. We don't allow a new direction to change the walls that we built up. And sometimes those walls are built up because of what other people have put in to our lives, what we've allowed them to say to us about us, and we have taken them to heart and believed that that's true. I've met many young people that I've counseled through the years as a chaplain that thought that they were a certain way. I've met young ladies and young men that thought that they were just useless and no good because of their past and People had told them they were no good and useless and that this is all they were good for, and it became a part of their life. They built up a wall, and it was hard to penetrate because of what they had been told. But I think it's interesting that Jesus came into a place that the walls were taken down because he was about to take down the walls of Zacchaeus just by his very presence. Now, we don't know what the conversation was. We don't know if Jesus talked to him about not cheating people, not being greedy, not seeking after money, and that money was the root of all kinds of evil, at least the love of it. We don't know what he said to him. We just know that Zacchaeus was a bad man as a tax collector. Because understand, in Roman times, the Roman government wanted a certain amount of tax collected. But if the tax collector could collect more than the amount they wanted... They could keep that as pure profit, and Zacchaeus was good at it. And being the chief tax collector, he was over other tax collectors, and so it was kind of like having his own business, and he pushed them in that direction, and he went in that direction, and he was full of other people's money because he got out of them more than he needed. So how does this relate to you and changing the walls and breaking them down? Well, I want to say that in life... We must do whatever we can to see the problem. Now, I believe that the problem is you don't have Jesus in your life. But we'll stop with that point right there and just say you need to do whatever you can to see Jesus and to see the problem. You need to see that you have not been a good person. And you need to see where it's led you. But that doesn't mean where it's leading you in the future. But that's where you start. We must do whatever we can to see Jesus. 
The next thing is, we must do whatever he says when he calls us. If there's an opportunity out there, whether it's Jesus and the salvation of your soul, an opportunity for a new business, an opportunity for a new job, an opportunity for a new relationship, a restored relationship, whatever it is, when that thing calls to us, and especially if it is Jesus that calls to us, we need to listen. Whatever tree we climbed up, we need to come down. Whatever wall we built up, we need to make a door, or we need to tear the wall down. We must do whatever Jesus says, or whatever the opportunity calls us to do. And then last, we must do whatever we should to stay with Jesus. Now, I'm guessing that if you're taking this the right way, you've figured out that whether you want to accept Christ or you want to accept that it's Jesus you need most of all, and we're just talking about an opportunity, that you need to stay with that opportunity. It's just like a person who is addicted to something. Once you get off the addiction, your mind clears up, your life clears up, and things go better, but only if you stay with it. And that's the trouble in life. So many times, we don't stay with things. And as soon as we let that crack come back in, those little voices come in, and they begin to tell us again, no, you're not worth anything. You're always have to be this way. I knew you couldn't do it. They always said you couldn't do it. And that's because you didn't stick with it. Now in life, I believe the greatest thing is to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And that he is the one you need to listen to and do whatever he says whenever he does call you. And do whatever it takes to stay with him. But I believe this also applies to life in general. That we must do whatever we can to see the opportunities in front of us. We must do whatever that opportunity calls us to do in order to take advantage of that opportunity and to move forward in our lives. And we must do whatever we should to stay with Jesus, as I said, first of all, and with that opportunity. So I hope as you go through this week that Whatever tree you've climbed up, whatever wall you built, if it's Jesus that comes knocking, I'll be really glad if you talk to him and you listen to what he says and you do whatever he says and you do everything you can to stick to whatever he says. But if it's just an opportunity, I pray the same thing for you, that whatever comes to your life, whatever wall needs to be knocked down, whatever tree you need to come out of, whoever it is you need to listen to, I pray you do it. And I pray you stick with it. Blessing, protection, and favor until we meet again.